Controlling the controllables. That's what we're going to talk about today. It is a concept from sports psychology. And this concept can be very beneficial to you as a coach, an entrepreneur, or a team member. You're listening to the Stop the Mind Screw podcast. I'm your host, Kathy Owen. I have been a certified fitness trainer and certified life coach since 2002. On this channel, we talk about having a growth mindset, healthy habits, fitness, and some reality transurfing. Today, we are discussing controlling the controllables. When we separate and evaluate the things we can control, it helps us to focus our attention and our energy where we get the most bang for our buck instead of wasting our energy in places that leave us drained and ineffective. This is the December 2022 motivational speech that I gave as the Fitness and Wellness Director at Southwest Research and Technology Center. Let's get into this episode. One of the mental toughness principles that I coach is called controlling the controllables. This is a sports psychology term, which means that you know exactly what you can control and exactly what you cannot control. And it helps athletes conserve their energy for events that really matter. This can help you too as a coach, an entrepreneur, and a fellow team member. We all have a limited amount of physical and emotional energy. So wasting time and energy on things that you have no control over and can't do anything about not only can empty your energy tank, but also lead to frustration and decreased performance. Here are some examples of what's outside of our control. The weather, other people's opinions and thoughts, the past and the future, conditions in our workplace and our environmental factors, the opposition, enemies and competitors, officials, the boss and the hierarchy, outside influences, spectators and the unknowns. And there's so much more. But let's list some examples of things that we can control. Our response to situations, our attitude, the effort we put into something, the energy we create within ourselves through diet, exercise, and mental well-being, our attention and what we budget our attention towards, our planning, and our strategizing. Let's make a conscious effort to focus on the things that you can do something about and have control over. And here are the top five things that I have listed and I encourage to focus on controlling. Number one is your attitude. Everything starts and ends with attitude. And if you get it right, all else will fall in line. A positive winning attitude helps you succeed and helps impact those around you. Attitude is a choice that can color any situation, and it is contagious. You must act as the player you want to become. Confident players focus on what they can do and don't worry about what they can do. Easy ways to control your attitude include avoiding negative news and gossip, realizing that your attitude is entirely up to you, being grateful for every good thing in your life, and keeping the big picture in mind. A great book on attitude is Success Through a Positive Mental Attitude by Napoleon Hill. Number two, you can control your effort. How hard you work is up to you 
and no one else. If you give up that control, you are giving away one of the main things that sets you apart from the rest. Your effort must also be smart and reflected in your work rate in practice and in the games. Winning is not something built in a day. It is constructed year-round. As always, it comes down to progressive, consistent effort with a view toward a long-range goal. Giving 100% effort all the time guarantees that we are doing our part to develop not only fitness, but the mental toughness that enables us to overcome adversity, push when we want to stop, and fight off the cave reflex, because that's just who we are. Muhammad Ali eloquently stated, The fight is won or lost, far away from the view of witnesses, behind the lines, in the gym, and out there on the road long before I dance under those lights. A great book on effort is The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson. Number three, you can control your focus. I define focus as relaxed concentration. It becomes especially important in games where outside distractions can keep you from performing at your best. Your focus must be on the here and now on each play, one at a time. Ways to improve focus are eliminate distractions, reduce multitasking, practice mindfulness and meditation, get more sleep, Choose to focus on the present moment. Take a short break. Connect with nature. Exercise. Music. Eat well. And set a daily priority. A great book on focus is The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. Number four is fitness. The work you put into your physical conditioning will directly affect your ability to perform while making a positive impact on your team. Be committed to the one thing you can control, which is your fitness. Be smart and be aware that your decisions and actions on and off the field, on and outside of work, affect the team. Start your day with simple exercises and get your body moving. Regular exercise releases chemicals key to memory, concentration, and mental sharpness. I'm going to repeat that because it's very important for all of us. Regular exercise releases chemicals key to memory, concentration, and mental sharpness. Other research found that exercise can boost the brain's dopamine, norepinephrine, and serotonin levels. Those are brain chemicals that make you feel good and make you feel happy. Research has shown that exercise can boost these chemicals, and all of these will affect focus and attention. Individuals who do some form of exercise or sports perform better on cognitive tasks when compared with those who have poor physical health. Physical movement helps relax the muscles and relieve tension in the body. Since the body and mind are so closely linked, When your body feels better, so too will your mind. I can't stress enough how important exercise and physical movement of the body is and how this will help the things that you can control in your life. Number five, preparation. Preparation and practice are synonyms in this controlled situation. The will to win is overrated in athletics. Because everyone wants to win. 
It's the will to prepare to win that makes the difference. I'm going to say that again. It's the will to prepare to win that makes the difference. A side benefit of proper preparation is that it helps you feel more confident. We practice before every competition. Sometimes we practice with a clear purpose and a sharp focus on how our preparation will be tested in competition. Preparation requires time, study, and an organized plan to make sure that we do an effective job considering every likely scenario in the competition, at work, in our job. Preparation comes when we are motivated and care to bring our best and enjoy showing our opponent, our boss, our friends what we can do. Preparation lets us feel as if we deserve to win because we did our homework. It is gratifying in significant ways when we employ the preparations we engaged in during competition. We can't win by preparing well, but we sure can lose one when we fail to prepare. Failing to prepare is the same as preparing to fail. Here are some bonus tips on things you can control. Your rest and nutrition. Your performance is directly impacted by your food and hydration choices, as well as the amount of rest and sleep you get. Some research on your part will help you make better choices in this area. Coachability. This has to do with your ability to receive, accept, and apply the coaching points from your coach or your mentor. The smartest players, coaches, and entrepreneurs not only learn from the coach, but also from their teammates and friends. Emotions. Controlling your emotions is also a powerful way to transform your life. You can start to control your emotions through self-care, setting clear boundaries with those around you, and practicing mindfulness. Prevent emotional outbursts by noticing them and observing them, but don't act on them. Separate yourself from the outburst. If you've ever blown up at something small out of proportion, you probably felt pretty bad afterwards. You must act your way into feeling and not feeling a certain way before you act. As this quote goes, you can act yourself into a new way of thinking more easily than you can think yourself into a new way of acting. Your communication, positive, assertive, and clear communication is not only something you can control, but will also give you and your team an advantage. Practice power, presence, and warmth. And these three characteristics are described in detail in the book, The Charisma Myth by Olivia Fox Cabane. Power, number one, being perceived with some level of power, the ability to affect the world around you with influence, status, expertise, or intelligence is another key to creating charisma. A person's level of power is typically discerned by others through their appearance and body language. So it is important to always be conscious of these. Presence is the ability to stay engaged in our communication interactions. Present. Remember to regularly check yourself next time you are in a conversation to see where your mind is engaged. The ability to be present creates an emotional connection 
and makes you memorable, which in turn creates the perception of charisma. And then the third one is warmth. Warmth can be described as having goodwill towards others and being perceived as benevolent, caring, altruistic, and willing to act in positive ways. While, like power, warmth can be observed through body language, it is evaluated more directly than power and is almost entirely assessed through body language and behavior. One study found that even infants can recognize smiles, suggesting our natural ability to recognize warmth. Body language. It is estimated that 90% of communication is body language. While this is a part of communication, it is actually the most visible and easiest thing you can change. If you walk out with confident body language and remain that way under pressure situations, it will send a clear and powerful message to your teammates, your coach, your opponents, your friends, and your coworkers. So in conclusion, letting go of the things you can't control, like the weather, the environment, the news, those things, when you let go of the things you can't control, it's one of the most powerful and transformational things you can do. Realizing what you can control is also powerful. Sports psychologists teach us to keep control our controllables in an effort to help athletes perform, improve, and win. Keep in mind the things you can and cannot control drastically and effectively enhance your performance, whether as a coach, an entrepreneur, or a fellow team member. Remember, things you can control are attitude, effort, focus, your fitness, your preparation, your rest and nutrition, coachability, your emotions, your communication, and your body language. Thank you for spending part of your day with me. I trust that you found this beneficial. And until next time, I'll see you next time.